Praise the Lord. Shall we pray together? Our Father in heaven, we thank you once again for this great opportunity that you have given unto us to come to your presence and to listen to your words. Our prayer today is that as we open the pages of the scriptures, your Holy Spirit will teach us and instruct us in righteousness in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you have your Bible there, I will ask that you turn with me to the book of 2 Timothy, where we will be reading from chapter 3, from verse 14 to 17. Though our emphasis is going to be on verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 to 17. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Jesus Christ. All scriptures is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Here, as we come to the account of Apostle Paul in the letter to Timothy, referring to the foundation, the faith foundation of Timothy, we learn from this passage that Timothy had been taught the scriptures from his childhood, and reference was made to a Jewish mother and grandmother who were gracious to have permeated his arts with the word of God. And this early life was impregnated with the spirit and teaching of the Old Testament. For at the time of Timothy, it was just the Old Testament that had been written. Now may I say that if the Old Testament in the time of Timothy alone was able to make the child Timothy wise unto salvation, how much more the combination of the Old and the New Testament together able in God's hands to make our children more abundantly wise unto salvation. In our own dispensation, we are privileged to have Jesus already glorified and the Holy Spirit has been given. And so, what a privilege we have to give our children a spiritual head start in the Holy Scriptures with the love of Christ and with the help of the Holy Spirit. You see, it is a great advantage when we, from the time our young ones are still very small, we give them instruction in righteousness through the Holy Scriptures. And it is when they are very, very young that the Word of God can make very deep impressions in their hearts. So as we look at the topic Teach them to love the Holy Scriptures. Focusing on verse 15, where the Bible says, And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make the wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So three things we are going to be looking at here. The first component is the worth, knowing the Holy Scriptures. Then the why, 
because it has the capability to make us wise unto salvation. And lastly, we look at how through faith in Christ Jesus. And so, in this whole episode, we will be focusing on the centrality of the scriptures and why we need to make our children to love it. Now, let's start with the first point. What? Knowing the Holy Scriptures. Now, in our text, one of the things that we will find is that the mother of Timothy was a pious Hebrewess and regarded it as one of the duties of a religion to train a son in the careful knowledge of the Word of God. Though the father was a Greek Gentile, in the Jewish religion, the boy of five years of age ought to apply to the study of the sacred scriptures. A rabbi once said, when the child begins to talk, his father ought to converse with him in the sacred language and to teach him the law. If he does not do that, it seems to bury him. May I say then that it is proper to teach the Bible to children, including the Old Testament, as early a period in life as possible. And why we must not delay or postpone it, thinking that the child will forget. I read of a lady who was talking with an archbishop upon the subject of juvenile Christian education. And after some time, the lady said, Well, my Lord Archbishop, as for myself, I have made up my mind never to put my child under religious instruction until he has arrived at years of discretion. And the Archbishop replied, If you neglect your child all that time, know that the devil will not. It is a great happiness to know the Holy Scripture from a childhood. And if any parent choose at any point in time to neglect instructing a child in the Scriptures, note that the devil is not joking. And he would definitely try everything possible to imprint some things at the impressionable time, very, very early, when you are sleeping, when you did not pay attention, when you are still postponing until later. So the age of learning is from the time when the children are still very young. And those who get true learning must get it out of the scriptures. It is not in every other book. As a matter of fact, as early as possible, begin to read the scriptures unto the kids. The piety that we saw in Timothy was traced back to the fact that he had been taught early in the scripture. And there are many people who were able to get a head start in the Christian life because they had the opportunity to learn very, very early. It was Charles Spurgeon that said, The man who from a child has known the holy scriptures, when he obtains faith in Christ, will be grounded and settled upon the abiding principle of God's unchanging word. Our children must be taught to know and love the Bible. And it cannot be too early. If our children must find the path to life eternal, it must be through the Holy Scriptures. Now we call it the Holy Scriptures. Note that it is not just any book. With respect to the author and principal cause, the, the Scriptures come from the Holy God. And with respect to the ones who wrote them, the scripture actually were penned 
through the instrumentality of holy men. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, that for the scripture came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And so with respect also to the matter with which it discussed, these are holy precepts. You see the holy scriptures by the holy God, penned down by holy men and containing holy precepts. The scripture teaches nothing that is impure or profane. They teach us holiness in doctrine and practice. Holy things. And with respect to the end results and effects it has on lives, the scriptures are designed to make us holy. And by reading, hearing and meditating on God's word, the Holy Ghost doth sanctify our hearts. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 19, verse 8 to 9, The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring ever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So since we know all this, and we call it the Holy Scriptures, and not just Scriptures, the Scriptures are distinguished from profane writings of all kinds, as well as those that deal with ordinary morality or common justice or honesty without interfering with holiness. The centrality of the scripture is teaching holiness. The Bible says that Christ has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, that we may live what? Holy, a holy life. So you see that the centrality of the purpose of the scripture is that we may live a holy life. So a book that actually helps people to be moral cannot be compared to the scripture. Now, for this reason, parents must teach our young children to read, hear, and undo of this word of life, of this word of holiness that God has given unto us. Now, it is very important that we help our children to hold the word of God with high regard, more than any textbook, secular or spiritual. And we must also help our children to love the scripture for their purity. As God is to be loved for his purity, so is the word of God. Now, it is important that I emphasize this matter of why love God? Why love his word? Because it is very important. Now, I am aware that many times we teach the stories of the Holy Scriptures to our young ones. While stories are good, I must say that care must be taken that our children don't grow to know the Bible as a story or history book. Now, this has over the years defeated the purpose. Having spent time teaching children and youth for many years, I have seen young people tune in simply for Bible stories. And when it is not story, you seem to be speaking gibberish. Our young ones must be helped to love the scripture because it is God's words for us, not for the story it contains. I once had someone who mentioned to me that the Bible is a book of many interesting stories. I was dazed. If this person had known the fullness of what the Bible contains, the capability of the scripture, that wouldn't have even surfaced. The Holy Scriptures, which equips us against sin, direct us in God's ways, enable us for duty, and help us to identify and avoid the snare of sin and Satan. We as parents must teach our children beyond the stories of the scriptures to help them understand the scriptures make us wiser than our enemies and we need to help our children realize the fullness of what the scripture 
offers us. Now, may I say, it is not everything everyone called religious do is right. There are many wrong things we have come to accept as norm, and this matter of Bible story books might just be one of the many. Now, if we come to the second part quickly, one of the things we are going to see, we look at the why. The Bible has the ability to make wise unto salvation. It is only the Word of God alone that has this inherent ability in it. I read from Psalm chapter 19, verse 7 to 8 a moment ago. And what we can get from that is that there are a number of reasons that we should actually teach and instruct our children and make our children as much as possible to love the Bible. The Bible says the status of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. And so you see that whether you're thinking about perfection or for conversion or for wisdom or for enlightenment, among others, the scripture has it. Now, John chapter 5 verse 39 says, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. It is only in God's word we have eternal life. This must be emphasized. You know, your maths or physics or arts, history, science books only give knowledge. There is no eternal life in them. Are you with me now? It is only the scriptures that has the inherent capability to make wise unto salvation. The book of John chapter 20 verse 31 says, But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. You see, no other knowledge can bring us to salvation, but only the knowledge of the Holy Scriptures. And it is only the Scriptures when continually beheld, as it is written in James chapter 1, verse 25, that but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, referring to the Bible, and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So you see here that there is all-round blessing in knowing and then doing what the scripture commands. Hence, let us help our children learn through our lives, our edification, our action, that the Bible is not a book of stories. The Bible is not boring. There is no book that has so much power as the Bible. The Bible should be loved as God is loved. If anyone says he loves God and does not love the scripture, I want to beg, please, where is the love of God? And there is none that there is no other book that is so efficient in moving the hearts and consciences and intellects of mankind. There is no book that has moved so many minds, none that has produced so deep and permanent effects in the world. And I want to tell you that many, many people that made the foundations, that created the foundations of nations, even nations that many people have, are now coming to covet after today, many nations that have gone away from Christ today, many of the foundation of builders actually depended on the scriptures. And I want to tell you that if you can make the, the, your, the pursuit of your life as a parent to see to the fact that the scripture is in the foundation of your children, you will be doing the very, very right thing, even if the world does not do it. Are you with me now? Now, before I leave this point, may I add that the scripture is profitable? Now, there are books that are not profitable. And you know, when I say profitable, I'm not referring to financial profits. 
I'm talking about life profits. The Bible is profitable to us for all the purposes of Christian living. The Bible says for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, those who are wise indeed are those who are wise to salvation. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? That is foolishness at the highest order. To learn all the books of this world and possess all the riches of this world without Christ is a life of loss. No profit for all turns to zero when time on earth is complete. And if we do not make the priority of our lives and the priority of our children focus on the scripture, learning to live life in a profitable way, we may actually be preparing them for a life that ends in zero. Parents, please help your children to be wise unto salvation by teaching them, by helping them to know and to love the Holy Scriptures. Are you with me now? Now, what is the benefit of this for us? The Bible says it is able to make us wise unto salvation. And I will leave this point on this note. Now, if you come to the third point, which is the final point, how does the Bible help us wise unto salvation? The scripture says, through faith in Christ Jesus. The scriptures will make us wise unto salvation if they are mixed with faith and not otherwise. You know what the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. I want to see that if we read the Bible, if we know the Bible, and it is not mixed with faith, it will not do us any good. Now this point, which is the last point, helps us balance an important fact, which I believe every parent must be aware of. While it is good to give our children a lot of memory scriptures, or fill their head with passages of the scriptures, if it does not get into the heart, it is simply what it is, head knowledge. Again, don't get me wrong, head knowledge is good. But art transformation is the goal. The faith which the word of God builds is the goal, not the knowledge. Are you with me now? The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so we as parents must watch out for signs of faith in our children. It is just like an athlete that trains for the Olympic. For example, the athlete does not just train and stay fit. While staying fit has an advantage, it is not the goal. Are you with me now? The purpose is to compete at the Olympic and to win. So the point I'm making here is that the word of God cannot save nor profit anyone without faith. The most accurate knowledge of the Bible will not save the soul apart from faith in Christ. So it is not the goal that your children know the Bible from cover to cover. And that is not what I'm saying at all. It is not that you would have a bragging right that your child from this age was able to do read a chapter or two chapters of the Bible offhand. That is not the goal. Salvation does not come by head knowledge alone. Salvation comes by faith in Christ Jesus. Are you with me now? The proper purpose and expected result of knowing the scripture is to have a trust and faith in Christ Jesus. Because it is in Jesus, God's righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. And it is written that just shall live by faith. Now, if the faith is not built, the connection between wisdom to salvation and reading the Bible is lost. Are you with me now? There are many people in the world today that they know a lot of things about the scripture. And I want to tell you that they know nothing about Jesus Christ. We know that the Jews, for example, they know a lot of the scriptures. 
But because they have not come to accept Jesus Christ, they remain ignorant because they rejected Christ. So while it's a good thing to drill the young mind in a knowledge of the word of God and to store it with memory verses, care must be taken to show how a scripture really reveals Christ and leads to Christ. The knowledge of the Bible makes us wise in knowing Christ as our Savior. He who has not faith has not the true wisdom. So we as parents must make sure that we watch out for signs of true faith as we encourage our children to read and memorize the Holy Bible. We must reinforce their reading by helping them apply the reading and pointing them to Jesus Christ. Brethren, let me end today's episode with the words of John Wesley. He said, and I quote, I am a creature of a day, passing through life as an arrow through the hair. I am a spirit coming from God and returning to God, just hovering over the great gulf. A few moments hence, I am no more seen. I drop into an unchangeable eternity. I want to know one thing, the way to heaven. How to land safe on that happy shore. God himself has condescended to teach the way. He has written it down in a book. Oh, give me that book. At any price, give me that book of God. I have it. Here is knowledge enough for me. Let me be a man of one book. Here, then, I am far from the busy ways of men. I sit down alone. Only God is here. In his presence, I open. I read his book for this end to find the way to heaven. Parents, guardians, what do you seek to know? What do you seek your children know? The way to heaven or the way to fame and worldly prosperity? What do you seek to teach your children? The Bible or other books? God condescended to teach the way and caused it to be penned down for you and me, our children as well. Do you seek to know what is written therein? Do you have a sense that it is in this book that eternal life is secured through Jesus Christ? What price are you willing to pay for it? What are you willing to give up for it? That you and your children may know the Holy Scriptures. But not just know, but do what is written therein. And know Jesus Christ, that we and our children may know and find the way to heaven. That is our ultimate goal, brethren. That is our ultimate goal, parents. Let us make sure that we see to it that our children know and love God that is given unto us in the scripture. I will stop here, but I will encourage you to join me in the moment of prayer that accompanying this episode. God bless you richly.